0: hey rookie big board listener before we get to this episode i want to make sure you know about the 2022 rookie guide volume one is out now it is over 130 pages chock full of rookie insight 90 player profiles mock drafts player values comparison to Devi and dynasty value and so much more head on over to patreon.com slash the ff educator and get your copy now is in session. This is the Draft Seminar Rookie Profile Series hosted by Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, and I am joined, as always, by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. This is the Pierre Strong fantasy football rookie profile episode. John, this is the start of the final week of rookie profiles here. We still have more rookie action coming to you pre and post draft, but wanted to make a point here that we are towards the end of our journey. We appreciate everybody who has been listening in on either the NFL Draft Bible Podcast Network, the Rookie Big Board uh, Podcast channel, or the Rookie Big Board YouTube channel as well. You can find more of John's work at footballdiehards.com, and you can find more of my rookie, all of my rookie analysis at patreon.com slash theffeducator, and that does include the recently released 2022 rookie guy, John Pierre Strong, a sleeper favorite of many and somebody who I've personally found folks really want to know more about. He's the
1: running back out of South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. Matt, maybe the most challenging research this offseason was to find film on Pierre Strong. It was tough. It definitely was a a job in and of itself. The Jackrabbit, he was an FCS All-American. He makes a jump to the NFL and well-deserved of all the accolades and the press and the discussion around this young man. I currently have him in the top 10 at the position. We've seen James Robinson with Jacksonville, Chase Edmonds coming out of Fordham with the Cardinals just signed with Miami. He's the next kind of player in line from the FCS level. And I had heard about him a little bit, but I'm not watching a ton of FCS. You know, North North Dakota State is different than South Dakota State. And when he went to the combine, Matt, I wanted to focus on this young man because of what I've read, the little bit I've seen, and looking at the production numbers. But when he ran a four three seven at the 40, a 10-4 broad jump, 36-inch vertical jump, Matt, He has NFL speed, size, and explosion. This isn't an NFL back in my mind, no question about it. When you look at the production model, 3,000-yard seasons for this young man. In 2021, Matt, he was FCS, first-team All-American, And finalist for the Walter Payton Award, which is essentially the Heisman Trophy at the FCS level, if any of our viewers don't know that. He had 1,686 rushing yards last year and 18 touchdowns. Stupendous season. In 2019, before COVID, second team All-American and third team All-FCS by Phil Steele. In 2018, He exploded for his first 1,000-yard crusade as a redshirt freshman. So if you're looking at early breakout age, you're probably not going to love Pierre Strong. But, Matt, at the FCS level, there's a lot of reasons why these young men stay for four or five seasons. It's not like Ohio State or Alabama where they leave early. He was named FCS, first-team freshman All-American, and Missouri Valley Football Conference Freshman of the Year in high school. He was a three-time All-State Honors and football in the state of Arkansas. And more importantly, he competed in track and field. And we love those dual-threat high school athletes. Matt, what did your film breakdown say about Pierre Strong? Yeah, John, we were able to dig up some film here,
0: and what we found is certainly a fast player. Obviously, the combine reinforces that, but you know, you certainly see the speed on tape. Uh, I like his downfield acceleration. You see him run in a straight line. You know, that North Dakota State tape from 2021, you could see him blaze in a straight line. He has great speed, and I think that's going to be why he gets drafted uh, in the NFL. And I think it's going to be why fantasy football folks want to take a shot on him in the mid rounds, but we'll get a little bit more into that ADP here later this episode in terms of explosiveness. He has good bursts through the first level of the field. And he is a fairly athletic runner, John, for his size. You mentioned that nice size. He's got good footwork. He's got good lateral agility, again, for his size. And he does show the ability to shake a defender in the open field. Montana State, we see some elusiveness here. Again, you know, he's not the slipperiest runner. He's not the most elusive runner. But when you're combining that size, athleticism, and speed, you know, you start to get a profile of a player who has the potential to make an impact at the next level. The only thing, John... I wanted to see more strength. We talk about his size, we talk about not necessarily playing against the biggest defenders here. I wanted Pierre strong to kind of be somebody who guys bounced off of, right? He doesn't have great contact balance, often went down on that first hit and then wasn't really smashing into the hole. Again, Part of that could be schemes, certainly, but it's difficult for players that can't consistently you know, power through the A or B gaps to be successful in the NFL as more than a third down rotational back, and he doesn't have the frame to be a third down rotational back. So a little bit of conflict there in terms of his profile, but still, the upside and the pros outweigh the cons, in my opinion. Certainly an excited player,
1: John. Now, let's dig a little bit more into those FCS numbers just to give our viewers on how Matt and I are on the same page. Matt gave him a tape grade of 77.8. I had a 76. So we're in the absolute same bucket. I agree with you. The lack of contact balance, but he wins other ways. The first thing that I noticed when we saw uh, size and weight, 5'11", 207. Matt, that is isn't an NFL back. We're looking for that. I mean, Oh, if Tyler Maddie was 207, like that'd be perfect. So Pierre Strong has that. We already discussed his, how good his um, career was for the Jack Roberts, but then I plug him in the production model. But remember everyone, these are FCS numbers. So they do look elevated, but they're still very impressive. But when you compare them You have to understand you're not comparing apples to apples because the level of competition is different. But the production is off the charts at that level, Matt. 4,527 career yards. I mean, he has been a workhorse. He he has been successful with a ton of carries. 7.2 yards per carry, Matt. I don't care what level of football you're at. That's an impressive number. 62 receptions, dual threat playmaker, love that, 43 career touchdowns. We always talk about it. Every defense had to stop him, Matt. Look at that. Scrimmage yards, dominator for the Jackrabbits, 28%. Yards from scrimmage, 1,836. He's competitive. He is tough. And he hits home runs. Now, he's not contact balance tough. He's kind of like mentally tough, and he stays in the game. And he does beat up people at the second level. Matt, I like Pierre Strong. I'm hoping for third-round draft capital, at least early fourth. What your fantasy footballers know about Pierre Strong? Yeah, John, I think you're right there in terms of draft capital. I haven't
0: projected to be a day three early selection. That's NFL draft round four or five. And so I feel pretty confident that he's not going day two, but that he won't be hanging around at the end of day three. So it'll be certainly interesting to see which NFL team wants him and where they can envision plugging him in. You know, in terms of fantasy football, I think his upside is to go into that flex filler range, especially if he can project into volume early on. I know you mentioned other FCS guys like James Robinson has already done this, and Chase Edmonds has had similar f- or, or some flare ups of value throughout his career, including now in Miami, right? Yeah. It could be a situation where early on, Pierre Strong looks buried in a depth chart, an opportunity opens up in front of him, right? And all of a sudden, then he falls into this, you know, running back two slash three territory where you can flex him into your lineup depending on need uh, in individual rosters. In terms of his ADP projection, John, I do think he's going to end up with early round three rookie Fantasy football draft ADP because he is a name folks are talking about. And I think there's a little bit of that mystique to him, right? He's out of the FCS. You want to hit on these types of guys. That's That's exciting. And so I do think it's going to drive up his ADP a little bit higher than I prefer. You know, I would love to take a shot on Pierre Strong in the fourth round of my rookie leagues because, again, I do think he's going to be somebody who needs opportunity to open up in front of him. So I like the player. I love the upside. I expect, John, that folks are going to jump the gun over me and i'm gonna end up with a low level of exposure on pierre strong but it certainly doesn't make him any less enticing or any less of an upside type prospect speaking of enticing john i mentioned it this is the last week of rookie profiles but these things are are timeless we encourage you to go back if you have not watched all of them if you're just tuning in now and catching this series you got a whole lot of profiles to go back on make sure you like it make sure you're uh Uh, subscribed, whether you're watching or whether you're listening. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode.